0: This is Exponent Philanthropy's catalytic podcast Conversations with Leaders at Small Foundations. Meet some of the most creative, resourceful, and risk taking foundation people in the country. Bonnie Gonzalez, president of NAP Community Care Foundation, serves a region of Texas at the Mexico border. The foundation focuses on health access and economic development. Bonnie uses her mentoring and coaching skills to help community members fulfill their goals and realize their full potential. In this podcast, she explains how she coaches – and how she separates coaching from her other roles as foundation leader. As Bonnie opens, she talks about the relationship with grantee partners.
1: We do our due diligence as a funder, but they also know that we know our grantee partners quite well. Uh, They know that we know them as a funder, but we also know them as friends and that we know the difference. Do you know what I mean when I say that, Andy? That we can, it, let, let me explain. I I can have a conversation with an executive director of a nonprofit uh, when they are seeking our, our advice, support, help guidance as a funder and when I get a personal call on my cell phone that says Bonnie I need your thoughts on something but I need to talk to you as a professional woman peer-to-peer and I need your experience your background your understanding and I need some advice and so the value in that is that I don't have a problem separating my role as a CEO from my role as as a woman in a community that can share and can provide support and advice if I need to. Male or female or, you know, young or old or whoever. and. Um, people know that, and, uh, that is also true of, um, at least one other person on my staff. And so it's not uncommon that whether you are a grantee of ours or not a grantee of ours, that we will get a call from other funders that will say, Hey. We're thinking about coming in and making some investments in your community, and we know that you know uh, these individuals or this nonprofit because, number one, you either fund them as a funder, or number two, we understand that she has or he has reached out to you. And we're thinking about this individual as blah, 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 and they've listed you as, a, as somebody that we can reach out to. So both on a professional basis, or, uh, for some you know for an entity as well as for an, an individual, that only strengthens this community of ours is the way we see this. No, Andy, I did not have both of those <laughs> both of those roles written into my job description. Um, that's just who I am. That's who we are. I think that's part of our job is, as leaders in a community, as, as, um, as role models, as friends, as people that want to improve the community in which we live, in a community that has been so good to us, in a, com- that's just, that's, that's our responsibility. Let me just share an example. We have, One, two, three nonprofits that were created recently, I'd say within the last, oh, probably eight to 10 years by individuals. As many nonprofits are created, they're created by moms or dads or people because they saw a need, because someone in their own family had a problem and this. Rio Grande Valley of ours, was lacking in services. And so these individuals created these small nonprofits and worked these nonprofits, created and, and you know, lived, breathed, worked these nonprofits, as well as their regular jobs, you know, for years raised money and, and, and did everything. Created a 501c3 and started a board. And and then all of a sudden found themselves thinking, you know what? I can be both a board member and an executive director and write a grant and pay myself. And, and so then they came to sit. This is just an example. Came to sit with me, one of them, about this is what I want to do. And so I said, well, let's, you know, let's talk about it. And so this individual shared her idea. She said, I'm already doing this. And I'm already the chair of the board. And I'm already approving all these, you know, things that that we want to do. So I'm also running it. And I said, okay, so wait a minute. I said I'm a firm believer in if you're going to do this then you do it right and you clearly delineate your role as the chair versus your role as the, as the executive director so that there's no conflict and nobody can ever come back and call you on this and where is the where's the bank account And who's keeping the bank account? And who's writing the checks? And who's signing the checks? And who's opening the mail? And who's? she just looked at me and said, oh. And I said, yeah. So we took, with just some discussions and advice, from a very small, kind of really sort of nonprofit, to to a nonprofit that is now serving thousands of people all across the Rio Grande Valley, receiving many grants from lots of entities. And she is now the true executive director earning a salary and doing great work. Absolutely not. It wasn't me who did this. She did the work. She just needed somebody to bounce the ideas off of and somebody to say, yep. Get up off your blankety blank and get it done. But you've gotta make a decision. You've gotta do either, you've gotta either be the chair of the board or go ahead and take the risk and be the executive director. One or the other. And um and she just said, And what if it doesn't work? I said, if it doesn't work, then it didn't work. And then you and then you in fact know that you've tried this, but you are, she was, um, she was burning the candle at both ends, getting, get, making herself sick and, and in fact, with her hard work, uh, which she was already doing, (laughs) uh, she just needed somebody to say, make it happen, get it done. It's okay to make this decision and to, and to do what you want to do. I would start off, Andy, by first of all telling folks that um, playing these dual roles uh, may not be uh, may not come naturally to people. Number one and number two doesn't mean if you can't do this, it doesn't mean that you are not a um, a good. Um, you know, CEO or executive director of your foundation. I I don't want people to walk away from this thinking that this is mandatory or this is absolutely critical. I would say, though, that all of us as, as funders and I think all of us as leaders do have a responsibility, and that is it doesn't end in the boardroom or behind a desk reading reports and uh and you know managing or working with our board that is the least of the work that we do honestly and if and if you know if you happen to be somebody as blessed as I am to work in a, in a community that is that is so uh yearning or yearns for for the opportunity uh, to to grow, and who has who lacks um, in in opportunities in many ways, I really believe that it is it is our role to be, it is our responsibility in many ways to mentor and to be and to and to challenge. Um, nonprofit, you know, executive directors and leaders. That's, that's one of the things that I'm hoping that this next funding cycle for us, I'm hoping to create a CEO leadership consortium, a small one to get started, to begin, to, to help them grow, and create, because I think it, it will make me a better leader, Andy. That's the other thing, is that I grow by, by doing this work. I don't ever want to stop learning. I see myself as a lifelong learner. I don't ever want to stop learning. And by helping others grow and learn, as do I. And so I truly believe, though, it is our responsibility in philanthropy to do this work one way or another. And it may not be. It may not be that, that that the role is for the CEO. It may be if your strength happens to be in as a CFO, then you work with that CEO to make sure that her or his CFO is the best they can be. and that's that is what you do. So I think that is what is so critical here is that I had. I had a nonprofit partner grantee say to us through your through the foundation's capacity building. Bonnie, is it possible that we look at not just developing the next generation of executive directors, the next generation and generations to come of board members and executive directors and other people that work in nonprofits in this small community of ours. And I thought, oh, well, uh, you know, I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I hope that what we do by doing these luncheon learns and creating uh, these workshops that, that we're trying to do and these conversations and these listening sessions that we are building, building for the future, because I believe that's our responsibility. I sure as hell wanna leave this valley a better valley than, than when I was born into it.
0: Thanks to Bonnie Gonzalez for joining us. To learn more about Bonnie and the Knapp Community Care Foundation, visit the Catalytic Podcast website. Look for new Catalytic Podcasts each month. Meet more creative funders. Benji Rue does the audio engineering and mixing. Our website is by Kwok Lee. Our music is by O Future. The Catalytic Podcast is made possible by grants from two Exponent members, the 1772 foundation and the blackstone ranch institute i'm your producer and host andy carroll thanks for listening join us next time